You're listening to Books and Banter with Debbie and Nadine, a podcast from the Oceanside Library. Hey, Deb. Hey, Nay. I know. I have. I have. Move a, your microphone closer. I have such a bad habit of not speaking in the mic. These microphones are very sensitive. You have to be like right on top of them. Yes. So here we are. We have half the windows open. We didn't fully open the curtains. No, because last time it was very distracting. Yeah, people do stare. They do. They give us a complex. I know. And we don't have, they don't know what we're doing. So yeah, they, they're assuming things. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What are they assuming? I don't know. I don't know either. Okay. Anyway, we're here. (laughs) Yay. Yay. We're here. This is our second podcast in the new location. It is. And it's going really well. You know, we had a patron say that um, she heard one of our books on the podcast. And she read it. And yeah. she read it. We we gave a recommendation. So I wish I could remember. Do you remember what her first name was? She was, I'd love to do a little shout out to her. I am going to look it up. Because right I am so glad that you guys are listening. I'm so glad that you like the books that we list. And I hope you're taking notes because sometimes we have a lot of books to talk about. Yeah, we read a lot. We I mean, do. We've been we've been on fire. Yes. Because well, we're always on oh, fire. Are hot stuff. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I can't find it. I got go ahead. Keep talking. Okay. So we've had a lot of book discussions. We're doing some outreach. Mm-hmm. And because of that, we've been asked and invited to come and do an in-person book discussion for a local uh, community group, yes. which is super exciting. Mm-hmm. But we also then had to read their book too. Yes. So we're constantly reading. That's all we do. And we do it on our own time. I would like to say that. Yes, we do it on our own time. So sometimes... So our families suffer. <laughs> Mommy, <laughs> leave me alone. I'm reading. <laughs> um, her name was Louise. Oh, C. Louise. C. And she read The Guilty Husband because she listened to Books and Banter with Deb and Nay and took us up on the recommendation. An entertaining whodunit and an enjoyable. I love it. Yes, I love it too. Thank you, Louise. We really do appreciate you listening and following our... That was bad. Sorry. Our recommendations. The book that we're reading for our outreach event is The Maid mm-hmm. by Nita Kroos. I finished it. Debbie's almost there. I'm almost there. I'm always the slow one. I absolutely adored this book. Highly recommend. I'm enjoying it too. I really am enjoying it. So I'm taking, I can't take too much time, but I am taking my time and I'm enjoying the different um characters. They're fun. They're fun. I love Molly. Molly is a maid at a very, Molly maid Mm -hmm. at a very posh, posh, sleek boutique hotel and neurodivergent. That's how she's described. So she does quirky is a good, is a good term. She just um, has a very literal way of looking at the world. Which makes her a fabulous maid, by the way, because she's really routine. When she's given instruction, she follows it to a T. Yes. She takes her job very seriously. The tasks are done completely yes. and Molly very made. Yeah. And then she walks in on a very well-known hotel guest mm-hmm. who is dead. Yeah. 
in his bed. And from there, a whodunit unfolds and Molly is the central character. Yes. It is... We don't want to give anything away. No, but it is really quite funny at times, heartwarming. Heartwarming. She has a great relationship with her grand. Yes. Grandma. And um, her grandma raised her. Yes. And she has... When she reminisces about her grandmother, it's really touching. It It, is. She really shaped the way she looked at life. Because even like, you know, don't judge people. Like mm-hmm. she, she really, she goes back to what her grandmother taught her. Taught her. Can I tell you a story about Molly Maid? The actual Molly Maid? The actual cleaning service sure. Molly Maid. I'm, I'm co- totally going off the rails. When I first moved in my first house, the house was disgusting. The people before me, they left it a mess. So we were moving into our first house. So I said to my husband, we need to clean this house. But how do you clean and move everything in? So I you know, contacted Molly Maid. I don't know if they're around anymore. I think they might be. I don't okay. know. So just this is a, my comments are not Oceanside Library comments. So Okay. Anyway, they did a good job until they got to the kitchen. And they broke my new oven. What were they doing? Well, she opened up the oven door and she was scrubbing. And I think she pressed down like, oh, like leaned on leaned it. Leaned on it. And the whole door came off. Oh, and my she God. tried so hard to cover it up. Like she That's was a like, tough one. Yeah. And I was like, no, the door is hanging like you broke it. That's not how it looked five minutes ago. And um, she denied it. So we had to fight Molly Mae. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did you win? We won. Okay, good. Yeah. And the woman was very, like, she did a great job everywhere else, but I don't know why she wouldn't just fess up. I mean, those companies have insurance. Yeah. But she didn't, and she didn't. I mean, it's one thing to break a knickknack or something. I know. Do they knickknack even know word people say anymore? Um, (laughs) Right? Like a little tchotchke. A little tchotchke. You know? But an oven door is hard to hide. An oven door, like, you know. I, I kind of need that. Yeah. Well, I mean, really, I don't. Well, but, you know. <laughs> well, Molly Gray from the book would certainly own up to breaking your oven door if she did, but she never would. She never would because I love when she goes into a room and she's like, um, Mr. Black, can I put, can I, um, how, what did she say? Can I put your room back into pristine order? Yeah, or like a state a, of perfection. A, a state of perfection. <laughs> I think that's really fun. It is. I think one of the things about the book is that it actually makes you very aware of the invisible person in a hotel when you're there mm-hmm. who gets to know you so intimately oh. by cleaning up you and your family's mess. Yes. Not you personally, no, but you I know. know, but of course, and then they come and go like, like a, like a just, ghost, like a ghost. And they really are invisible workers. And, and no one pays attention to them, but they know they've been there. Yes. Because when your room is a mess. But, you know, there's that one woman. See, this is what I don't like about hotels, because I want every maid to be Molly. Mm. But I feel like every maid is Cheryl. Yeah. You know how she cleans mm. the toilet with the same rag. She cleans Oof. the sink. Yeah, that was... so in my head, everything, even though the hotel is clean, I always think the hotel is dirty. Do you tip your maids? I do. Yeah, me too. Yeah, of course. I know. Well, I have to be honest with you. I haven't 
because we haven't had maid service the last few times we went away because of COVID. Oh, yeah. Well, tip your maids. Tip your maids. And read the maid. They're by, not in Nita Prose. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they read it. It's funny. So you and I both picked up, you recommended to me mm-hmm. to read um, Finding Me by Viola right. Davis. Mm-hmm. Right. But you you told me to listen to it, so I didn't. I, I actually finished the book before you yes. did. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it got me thinking about celebrity memoirs and celebrity books and you know, Viola Davis. So you're halfway through. Mm-hmm. I listened to it. You're going to start listening. To right. It. So I started reading it and now I'm going to switch to the audio. You know, when you think you're having a bad day. Yeah. You have to think about there's somebody out there having a worse day. I mean, I don't even know if it could have gotten worse uh, for her. Just, her, it, it was, I knew nothing about her personal life as, um, you know, and how she came to be an actress, but listening to her story about her family mm-hmm. it was an extremely abusive childhood. I saw an interview with her once where she does mention her upbringing. Some of the things that she discusses in the book, they're heartbreaking. It's more than somebody should ever have to go through. And the fact that she has become who she is. And not that, see, that's the one thing sometimes I don't love about celebrity books. It's not because she's a celebrity. Like it's not because, oh, look, she became an actress. No, that's not what it's about. It's actually when you read the book, the the character, she has such integrity Mm -hmm. and such a love of her life. And she's grateful for the opportunities that came her way. She's not taking anything for granted. And she worked hard. Yeah. I mean, I heard her, I believe it was on an Oprah interview. And she said, having to pull yourself up by your bootstraps when you don't even have boots. Yeah. And I I feel like she would be an incredible person to talk to today. She's brilliant. First of all, she is Mm -hmm. brilliant. I don't know. Mm -hmm. She is a superstar on so many levels. And she faced so so much discrimination mm-hmm. and so many obstacles that were put in her way. Oh my goodness. And, and some of it, you know, were from her family. Yes. So, but I, I just, I have to say the audiobook was incredibly enjoyable because Viola does her speaking voice is the most eloquent mm-hmm. and beautiful voice. It's and a very she, majestic way of speaking. Oh, voices of her family and friends, and she does it really well. And she's telling her own story. So I highly recommend listening to it. I'm sure reading the, the, the book is, is good as well. But if you really want to feel her acting chops, mm-hmm. listen to her narrate. It's funny because I prefer reading, but you really have been putting the whole audio book little in your wig. Is that what they say? Yeah, I'm annoying like that. I know. <laughs> Every podcast. Listen to it, audio book. So I kind of in the middle of this, it started to get, a, we're reading a lot. So yeah. I was like, you know what? Maybe I need to listen to this because you did mention that. I mean, again, as an actress, her voice, I'm sure brings the whole story to life. So I'm actually excited about listening to it. It sounds like a one woman show. Right. When That's you listen to it. Theory. 
a really good book for the summer, mm-hmm. I think. And I don't read a lot of celebrity memoirs. Um, I love celebrity I know. Memoirs. That's why I wanted to talk about this because that's where we're, I mean, we're different on a lot of our reading styles yeah, though. I know. But that, you know, to me is interesting. And mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you how you felt about them being, like, do you read it because they're a celebrity or okay. what do you read it for? So when I was a kid, going back, <laughs> um, remember all the magazines like Teen Beat and Bop and of course. even People. I mean, just something that's still out today. I loved seeing my favorite celebrities on magazine covers and I would take them home. I actually have a few still. I mean, this is sad, but I have a few still because everyone knows if you listen to our podcast, I'm a big Madonna fan. Yes. So I have magazines with like Madonna on them because I loved Madonna and I loved her story. So I would read anything about her life because like her mother died when she was younger Mm -hmm. and my mother died. So like, I just always felt like, you know, I know her. It humanized her. Yes. I took a class in college and I can't remember the name of the actual course, but it was basically it was basically based on biographies and autobiographies and memoirs. And I remember I had to read Alfred Hitchcock and I loved it. And I knew nothing about Alfred Hitchcock except like the birds, right? Right. Whatever he directed. And I knew he had that profile, but I didn't know anything about him. And then I read this book and I was like, holy crap, like he's nuts. And I loved it. And that just kind of catapulted me in that celebrity memoir direction. I just, I, I don't know if I like somebody, I want to know more about them. I want to know why they are who they are, what inspired them. That's really it. It's not really fascinating. Because for me, I don't, I, I don't usually pick up a celebrity memoir, but this one was getting so much buzz. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, Matt McConaughey's green light, green light, Mm-hmm. which I also just finished listening to another audiobook. And, you know, when it comes to celebrities, I just want to hear them in their own voice. Telling yeah, their own I have story. to actually so start I, listening to the celeb. I would, I bet you I would love listening to the celebrity. It, it's memoirs. like listening just, to an interview. Yeah, that, it's great. Uh, yeah, it's great. Um, and I do like, I'm interested in their story to a point. I like I said to you, I like their origin story. I want to know how they got to where they got to. Mm-hmm. And then I don't need to hear anymore. Well, see that I'm going to agree with you. I like to all I like to hear how what motivated them, what inspired them, where did they come from? Once they become rich and become celebrities, I don't care that much anymore because I feel like the nitty-gritty of their character ends once they get money because once everybody has money they just all become the same yes whereas the you know the the intriguing part of their life is actually when they had nothing mm-hmm. we talked about this everybody here knows i read the jessica simpson autobiography and everybody makes fun of me but i love jessica simpson hey hey look she's a billionaire she made she made herself really she came out of that what the heck was that show with the chicken of newlyweds? Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, that's going to go down. Like that's all people are going to remember about her. Right. And she was like a, 
singer, like a religious singer, a Christian singer. And then she broke into pop music and she meets Nick Lachey and they have this great reality show, which was, it was must-see TV. It was. Must-see reality TV. And then celebrity comes in and she starts, she's not sexy anymore. And she's young. She's not even 40. So like, think about that. Like she's in her twenties, maybe early thirties and she starts to gain weight. Right. And oh, they scrutinized oh, her on that show. Yeah. The blonde, you know, she was on the show. She was considered the dumb, the blonde, dumb, the dumb blonde, the which was dad. awful. Right. right. Because it did stick. Well, it did. And now look at her. Like, how dumb is she that she has a billion dollar clothing empire? She's not stupid. No. So like, see, that's interesting. Yes. Like, boo on you guys. Who thinks just because she has blonde hair and, you know, she's a female that she needed a man to like. And where's Nick Lachey? I can't remember a thing or two about him, quite frankly. Well, I, I remember some stuff. <laughs> but everybody thought she was where she was because of her dad. Right. And then she had a falling out with her dad. There's a lot going on. But, you know, listen, she probably still has issues. I'm sure there's some because she said she's an addict. Like there's stuff that comes out and it can't be easy to be a celebrity. I no. mean, I would love it. <laughs> But <laughs> aren't we though? Aren't we? As, Hello? <laughs> the people who pass us. Hi. <laughs> um, but some people can't handle it. No. I I it's funny when you when you say when the you know when the money starts to come in, you kind of lose interest. Mm-hmm. And when I was listening to Green Lights with Matthew McConaughey, and let's face it, it's Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. You know what you're gonna get when you open this book. Right. All right, all, all right, right, all right. <laughs> So I loved the opening of the book. I loved him talking about his family life, his childhood in Texas, everything. Mm -hmm. And like you said, the minute celebrity hits and the money rolls in, and then he starts making ridiculous decisions to find himself in Mm -hmm. the desert or wherever he was going. Right. Without a job, because who needed one? I mean, it's ridiculous and completely unrelatable. Mm -hmm. So I think one of the things is I like when a celebrity becomes accessible to me in Mm -hmm. their book. Like there's some kind of shared experience. You're like, like you said, like, hey, they're like me. What's that? What's that thing that used to be celebrities dress just like us? Just like me. (laughs) Celebrities. They're just like like us. us. Yes. (laughs) That's the point. No, they're not. (laughs) They're not. Matthew McConaughey? (laughs) Definitely not. No. But... I do think that there is, you know, that earlier part. I wish they just stopped their memoirs mm-hmm. when they get their first check. Yes. Because I, I don't need to know anything else, but just tell me how you got to where you were and I'll figure out the rest. Well, it's funny because I need to re- refresh my memory a bit, but I think Tina Fey's uh, Bossy Pants talks about her struggle and it doesn't really go into all of her fame. It kind of stops before she becomes as big as she is now. And I, I loved her book. Oh my God. I mean, I love Tina Fey. She's my girl crush. Do you know how I heard about that book? This Mm -hmm. was, I mean, I can't remember the year it came out. Can Mm -hmm. you, but it was a really long time ago. Mm -hmm. I was at the beach and there was a woman sitting in front of me with the audio book on and loud, like, so everybody could hear it. Right. And 
she was laughing, her friend was laughing, and then I started laughing on the on the blanket behind her. Right. And I was like, who are you listening to? And mm. she's like, oh my God, this is she must have had it on CD. Oh wow. Okay. That was a long time ago. I think it came out in like 2018, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, that's how I came to hear. I overheard this book, Mm -hmm. someone else playing it. And it was great. Yeah. And it was funny. And I laughed. Oh, I. uh, Glossy pants never gets old. (laughs) And honestly, because a lot of the stories she will tell on interviews and they're just so funny. I mean, she admits like she wasn't a beauty. You know, she admits um, like her coming of age. Yes. You know? (laughs) so funny. It's great. And that, and I love it because she's relatable. Right. And she's smart. And that's what I like too. It's not about her look. What I love about, because the other book that I also loved was Yes, Please by Amy Poehler. Yes. Um, What I love about these women, they're, they're beautiful, but they make fun of their looks, you know, as a character on Saturday Saturday Night Live. Come on. Yes. Like Amy Poehler. She come on. That was a great one too. Yeah. Oh, that's a great book. Yes, please. Yes. And then there's, um, if we're going to continue in that vein, Mindy Kaling's. I did not read that, but I love Mindy. Oh, great book too. She talks about her upbringing in, um, I believe, Massachusetts. She's from an Indian family. Yes. And one of our favorite shows <laughs> is The Sex Life of College, College Girls, Girls, which she um, writes. And the other thing, which I don't know if we should save for our segment, What You're Watching, but Never Have I Ever, mm. she writes that. And that's a great show. If you have not watched Never Have I Ever on Netflix, I highly recommend it. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, but her memoir is also fantastic. Yeah, I think I would like to. I wonder if she narrates that one, too, because I would probably like to hear her because she's funny. She's very funny. I mean, she's one of my favorites. Yeah. She's just hilarious. The funny women. Oh, I love funny women. Right. I do. I, I want to be a funny woman. You a- are a funny a- woman. And Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be Madonna and, and a funny, funny woman. And Carol Burnett. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh God! What else? What other books? Well, I'm a huge fan of stuff on the fringe, you know, mm-hmm. like true crime. Yes. Speaking of true crime. It might be last minute, but we are having a true crime club here at the library. Tuesday, June 12th. It starts at 7 p.m. Yes. It's Emily and, and myself. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be talking about the Long Island serial killer. Yes. Please, if you are a true crime fan like we are, and you want to talk about the case a little bit, come on in or register first. register, come on in, get a packet. You get a case file with all sorts of maps and resources. But even if you can't do that, come on in and chat with us. Um, It's going to be a fun night. And check our social media because we have a pretty funny trailer. Oh my gosh. That was great. We did a a little true crime trailer. So check our social media for that. It was fun. That was fun. Mm. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Just slammed the door on us? No, I don't think so. They've had enough. By the way, do I sound froggy? No, you don't. I don't? Okay. Why? Do you feel like you sound froggy? I feel like I sound froggy. I don't know. These microphones, maybe they were. I don't know. We did the best. I hear hear stuff. What do you hear? (laughs) I'm hearing things. Maybe you're 
Is your headphone? It's my headphone. Maybe it's my headphone. Are you plugged in enough? I think so. So what what else what else uh, what else are we watching? Well, I also okay. So I was going to say, you know, we have summer reading. Everybody's really getting a lot of high, uh, giving high ratings on the books that they're reading. They're just loving their books. Mm-hmm. And you know, we have a new. No. Yes. <laughs> A new segment. Oh, come on, Debbie. Get with the program. (laughs) I didn't know where you were going. Yes, we have a new segment called I Love This Book. I Love This Book. And we're going to cue the music. Yes. You'll edit it in. Yeah. And it was really great. I got to talk to Gabriella, who's been kind of going around the office telling us about this book by John Green that she read yes. that for the life of me, I cannot remember the title. Something like Yeah, she'll say it. So we're going to take a minute and just listen to Gabriella. Tell us a little bit about the book that she loves. That she loves. I love this book. There's no book like it. I love this book. There's no book like it. Hey, Gabriella, you were just telling me a great book that you love. What was it? Yes, so I just finished a book called The Anthropocene Reviewed by John Green. Um, For those of you who don't know, John Green is a very popular young adult author who wrote one of my favorite books of all time called Turtles All the Way Down um, and many others, including The Fault in Our Stars. So John Green wrote this book um, and he basically goes through a variety of different things in the world that he reviews. Um, Everything from Canada geese to um, the smallpox vaccine, (laughs) um, to the Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest that happens every year. And at the end of each essay, he reviews it and gives um, whatever it is a rating out of five stars. So it's a a really fun read, um, but also emotional and it takes you through a complete whirlwind of emotions um, as John Green usually does. And do you have to be a teen to read it? Absolutely not. Um, It's just a it's a nonfiction book. I would recommend it for all ages and it's really going to make you feel all the things. That's awesome. Yes. I can't wait to read it. Thanks Gabriella. No problem. There's no book like it. I love this book. There's no book like it. All right. And that was good. (laughs) Thank you, Gabriella. Thanks, Gabriella, for being part of our podcast. Mm -hmm. All right. So what else are we watching? What else are we watching? We're going to talk a little bit about Stranger Things. We haven't finished it yet, so we can't get into that. But if you haven't seen Stranger Things, watch it and come on our next podcast. Yeah, listen to our next podcast. We're going to we're going to talk about that for sure. Right. Um, We talked about. Well, never have I ever. Did we talk about that last time? I don't even remember, but that's a. I recommend that. 
I haven't watched it. I have to watch it. Oh, you, you well, will laugh. Okay. okay. It's funny. Just the whole narration with um, John McEnroe. Oh, I love John McEnroe. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm going to have to watch this. You will. I pretty much watched that first season in a weekend. It was just too funny to stop watching. Okay. The second season is not as good as the first, but it's still good. Okay. So I just, I loved it. It's about an Indian... Um, family, American family, the teenage daughter goes through just regular high school drama. She falls in love with the hot guy at school. Of course. And, you know, things happen. So it's just, it's very cute. It really, actually, my daughter started watching it. She's 15. It's appropriate. Okay. But it's also, as an adult, it's just funny. I guess as a woman, you think back Especially if you were a nerdy kid, like if you were that nerdy, not popular high schooler, Mm because I wasn't popular and I was a nerd. So I probably sat there hoping that the hot, well, I went to an old girl's school, so (laughs) there were no hot guys anyway, but just, you know, you kind of hope wistfully. Yes. You stare into space as you watch, you know, I don't know. Well, I, I went to a co-ed mm-hmm. high school, so I went to public school. Right. Unlike you. Some of us had to go to public school. <laughs> Sorry. That's how it is. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know if I was nerdy. I, I guess I, listen, I've always had a nerdy side. Mm-hmm. In high school, I don't particularly know what. It depends I, on what your definition of nerdy is. Like, is it the kid with glasses who has like, remember Urkel? Yeah. Like if that's your definition of nerdy or if it's just a kid who does like the right thing, who's a little bit scared to, mm-hmm. to jump a little bit and take risks. That was me. Like I wasn't, I mean, yeah, I had glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call you Urkel. <laughs> I had glasses. I had a Dorothy Hamill haircut. Oh. No, not in high school. I didn't. Um, but I was in a, you know, my uniform was always the, I wasn't one of the girls that the hiked, hiked it up. up. Her, yeah, I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> to a point. But anyway, so it's, I feel like it's the show of the underdog. Mm. You know, I'm going to love it. I always felt like I straddled both. You know, I had... I was friends with everyone. I, mm. but I, but inside, I think I was a closet nerd, which is why I'm a librarian and I'm yeah. super nerdy at work. And I feel like I'm more relaxed because of that. Right. Although someone recently told me I was very laser focused as a young person mm-hmm. and very independent right. minded. Right. Um, which is interesting because, right. you know, you never know how you were. It's hard to figure out how you were looking back all these years later, how right. others saw, saw you, you know? I was an anxious, sweaty mess <laughs> <laughs> with glasses. Yeah, I have that image in my head right now. <laughs> I think I'm cool now. You're cool, Deb. Right? Yes. I'm not. Guys, I'm not. <laughs> but I think I'm more comfortable with who I am now. So... Oh, yeah. without a doubt. I, I mean, I feel the same way. Right. I feel like I'm living my best life now. Me too, right? Oh, so much better. You know, I wish I still looked 20, but I yes. don't want to think 20. No. 
No, you know, 20s, you're insecure. Like you might look cute, but really inside is a mess. It, but now in my mess. 40s, I look a mess, but I'm so yes. together in my head. Right? Yes. Keep going, ladies. Yes. <laughs> it gets better. It gets better. Oh. Well, maybe not the outside, <laughs> but the inside does. <laughs> and let's not forget that we have um, a hot lunch this week. We call it hot lunch. Is Which it we're, next we're, week? Wait, two weeks. Two weeks with um, Abby Jimenez. Yes. The 21st. Mm-hmm. She is the author of Part of Your World. Now, let me just tell you, I read this book last weekend, 4th of July weekend in three days. This yes. is one of the best rom-com books. I can't wait. And I'm not a rom-com person. Mm-hmm. It's not the first type of novel I go to. We have some colleagues who read them all, all the, time the time and love them. I enjoy them. But this I read in three days. It was Fun. I had to know where it, the story was going. Okay, good. It's got so many moving parts in it. It was interesting. And it's not a short book. So for me to read it, like I could not put it down. Wow. It was great. So she's going to be coming to visit us on Zoom. Mm-hmm. And we're going to project her Zoom visit onto our screen here. Right. And those who want to join us will have a little lunch. Right. You have to register. Register in advance. And we're going to talk to Abby live, um, which is going to be great. And Abby also is a winner on a, I can't remember, but she runs Nadia Cakes, which is a famous dessert company. She does? Yes. Oh, and I she's a winner this. on Top Chef. Get out of here. I didn't is know it that. Top Chef? I might be wrong. But it's one of those cooking shows. I don't watch any of them, but she was a winner or or something like that. So she has a really interesting, aside from being an author. Right. She's also, you like funny. The book is drop dead hilarious. Oh, I can't wait because I like funny. And she's probably funny then when we interview her. Oh my gosh. Okay. It is, I laughed out loud. Oh, good. I love those types of books. It was a really, exactly what I needed. Is it the type of book that when you're done, you miss the characters. Yes. I love those books. Because you remember Attachments? Yeah. I loved Attachments. I still think about Attachments. So I would say this is not as good as Attachments, only because nothing could be as good as oh, Attachments by Rainbow book. Roll. Oh, God. such a good But nothing could outdo that book for me. Yeah. But Part of Your World, oh, it's got it's a close second. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm for me. Look. Okay. And at the end, she does tell you that one of the characters is going to come up, have her own novel next spring. Oh, okay. Which made me super happy because like you just said, I just didn't, I couldn't get enough of that. Right, right. So I love that she's doing that. Anyway, it was great. I'm going to read more of her books because she was fantastic. The whole book was funny. Okay. I can't wait. I'm going to, that I have, I'm going to start reading this weekend because we're, our book discussion on it is next Wednesday, the 13th. Yes. Um, at 7.30. At 7.30 on the same page with Deb and Nay, And the hot lunch is the week after. Right. So join us for the book discussion and the hot lunch. Register on our events calendar and come in and join us for that. It's going to be great. We should order some Nadia cakes. I, let's, I'm going to look it up. Yeah, look it up. And by the way, our hot lunch is really cold. It is and not to disappoint, but it's hot because it's a like a hot. It's a take on like sexy romance. hot. Yes. Right. But it's actually cold sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you are all really looking forward to an actual hot lunch. <laughs> it's not going to be. It might be hot in the room. It might be because our AC condo. Goes <laughs> <up>. <laughs> 
So, but whatever. All right. Well, well I think we covered I, so much. I, I think we did. I hope you all took notes because we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. We have no idea. We it's no idea. We just love talking about books. We just love talking. And talking. Yeah. Oh, I mean, do you think people listen to us and think they don't know what they're doing? Probably the people in Germany. <laughs> yeah, Shout we, out to our German yes. international listeners. And Ireland. And Ireland. Yes. Thank you, guys. Yes. I, we love that. We love that we have, like, fans. International Inter- listeners. Yeah, that's fantastic. Thank you. I think they like our New York accents. Maybe. It might, it really might be that. And that's fine. Come to New York. Come to New York. Have some coffee. Have some coffee cake. <laughs> Come to New York. Put out an entomans. <laughs> All right. And with that. <laughs> and with that. We're Debonay Books and Banter. banter. Books and Banter with, with Debonay. Debonay. See you next time, Nay. See you, Deb. Bye. Bye.